than ever for episode 196 of the Q&A podcast. My name is Anthony and sitting right across from me via Zoom, as always, is my pal DeQuincy. The streets called us back early because some crazy stuff happened. It's the end of an era. Yeah, I thought the biggest news that we would hear today would be uh, Triple H returning to office, returning to his old position, but no. WWE had another surprise waiting for us. WWE, uh, Triple H, Triple H. Yeah. Uh, so if you didn't know, the reason we're doing this emergency uh, podcast is Vince McMahon has decided to retire as CEO, head of creative, everything from the WWE. He's gone. Completely gone. Yeah, which was, it was a shock to my system. I mean, I was walking through Randall's just wasting time trying to find something for dinner. All of a sudden I got the notification on my phone and I damn near dropped to my knees. Like what the hell? <laughs> right. And then you sent me the text and I, I was, uh, I was just getting in my car. I'd gone to the store. I was just leaving um, CVS and I saw the, the text and I read it real quick before I backed out and I was like, Holy cow. Oh, man, I almost caused you to get into an accident. No. <laughs> My bad. But, yeah, Vince Man out um, from the WWE. He's given up all his roles. I mean, this was just out of nowhere. It seems like just last week he was going on Raw and SmackDown, getting his heat checks, and now he's out as the face of the company. Yeah. The biggest test going forward is, you know, life without Vincent McMahon. And mm-hmm. it's it's here. That was always going to be the big test. And it's here way sooner than any of us had imagined. Even, even with the fact that he is 70, almost 77 years old. So when I, when I saw the news, of course, first thing was shock. And the second reaction was, Holy shit, the Wall Street Journal must have some more news, some more dirt on him. And it must be massive. <laughs> yeah. That's only as because if 12, as, if 12, as if $12 million over what, four or five different women weren't enough? Yeah, that we know. So whatever, whatever they had in the chamber must have been just so disgusting that the board forced him to resign. And I, I 100% believe that the board made him do that because we are a week away from the second biggest uh, pay-per-view summer, uh, SummerSlam. There's no way that he would just retire on his own at Wait, this time. He didn't, he didn't make up the decision himself based oh, on I, that tweet? Uh, no. <laughs> I, I, I would put anything on that the fact that he was told, hey, you got to get out of here, buddy. The block is hot. You can't, you, your, um, 
either you leave with some dignity right now or you're going to try to come into the office tomorrow and find out your key card don't work. You got to get out. You don't have to go home. But you got to get the hell up out of here. It's the old Martin <laughs> saying, yeah. Yep. So we've known this man basically our entire lives, or at least known of him, I should say. What mm-hmm. is your favorite man i don't know how to put this because it's weird to say hey what's the best thing you remember vincent man with all the allegations that are out of him right now but what's right. one thing you're going to remember about vincent man um i mean the one thing you have to remember is just that he he changed pro wrestling completely and that's a very broad statement but I mean, that's really the, the only way to sum it up. And I mean, that, that, that started happening before you and I were even born, before we were even aware of what wrestling was. I mean, that, that was something that was taking place in the 80s and, uh, you know, really came to full fruition, you know, in 2002 when he, when he bought WCW. I mean, he yeah. put everyone out of business and he became the only game in town. And it's astonishing. I mean, it, it just, you know, uh, as bad as it is for the little guys, I mean, it's, it's an incredible feat to take something like professional wrestling and turn it into what it is today. Yeah, you took some professional wrestling, the most carny shit ever, and made it into a multi-billion dollar corporation, mm-hmm. which, you know, you get props for, but you, if you ever read his story and it looks like we're never going to get that um, Netflix biography on Vince McMahon. But yeah, read about a story like the way he went around it was kind of, well, not kind of, but he was a dick. Like, oh yeah. Literally when he bought the company from his dad and he said multiple times, like he never told his dad what he was going to do with the company because if he did, um, Vince Sr. would never have sold it to him. Mm -hmm going around from territory to territory and just scooping up all the talent, just leaving wherever he just left, like, in waste. I mean, Vincent Mann is, like, (laughs) the ultimate example of the duality of man. Like, you do great things and terrible, horrible things, and he's been doing it his entire life. Mm -hmm. I don't know. That's how I'm going to remember him. That's just a human being who has brought me great pleasure, but has also caused terrible pain for an untold amount of people. Yeah. And frustration for you as well. I mean, as a fan, well, yeah. I'm sure when you're watching things and seeing uh, booking decisions and it's like, we're we really doing this again. We're we really going with Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns again, yeah. or Randy Orton and John Cena again. Yeah, or, uh, Hulk Hogan in the main event of WrestleMania again, you know. Maybe that one didn't affect you because we, I wasn't really into wrestling at that time. I, I really didn't. I mean, I didn't get into wrestling full time until um, Austin had the uh, beer bath on the corporation. That's when yeah. I jumped in. So that's and, like know, something smack, he was a part of. Yeah, that's you like know, smack dab, smack dab in the ad to area. That's when I started. Made it really watching. Um, man. 
So I mean, he, he's gone from uh, silent owner, basically. You know the, uh, you know, we didn't know, we weren't aware that he was running the show. You know, people didn't really weren't aware of that in the '80s. They thought he was just a ring, not, not he was just a, a commentator, a, yeah. a reporter. Um, in the '90s, was still a commentator, but then the Bret Hart scandal kind of really put it into you know really shined a light on who's running the show and what's really going on and speaking and of was his Brett, speaking of brett you think he just sitting somewhere in a nice coat next to a roaring fire drinking canada's finest just laughing maniacally right now <laughs> no i think he'll i think he's gonna save that for when when the old man is gone totally completely Yeah, so there are a lot of people who are happy about this day. Everybody we'll see how long that lasts, though. Yeah. But I don't I don't know. I'm of two minds of this, and this is it because of the allegations. Like I want to be like, oh, thank you, Vince, for all the memories, but it's also like, man, just getting this box and never return. Because you're you, you what you did or what you're alleged to have done is so heinous. Mm-hmm. I don't want you to be around anymore. Right. So like, I'm, we're recording this podcast, you know, fresh off the dome. We have really have we haven't prepared or anything. We want to get our our actual honest thoughts, and it's like I don't want to come off as like oh, like too, um, as a guy that's too, never liked him. No, well, not just that, but also being like too much of a fanboy. Like, I don't want to be like, oh, thank you for all these awesome memories and the attitude area and everything that you've done. And we wish you well in your retirement because, like, the reason you're retired, retired is because you were a nasty man and you couldn't control yourself. Right. It's like, you don't want to be a fanboy because of that. But you also don't want to come across as like a, a crusader who's been waiting for this day for, you know, you know, the whole, you know, for, decades now it's like because of the fact that he has brought so much entertainment because honestly i never thought he retired i thought it'd be a situation where stephanie goes into the room and he's hunched over with the pen in his hand (laughs) (laughs) i'd never expect this man to volunteer Mm -hmm. i'm not volunteer but a retire it definitely wasn't voluntary i'll tell you that to uh yeah step away from completely step away from the company while still upright. <laughs> Actually, even when he was dead, they're probably going to put his body in the casket. Like they did. Um, who was that linen and just take him from city to city. <laughs> right. I right, had in his will and, and everything. And I feel terrible for these wrestlers right now. Like they had no warning or anything. They just got like a message from Vince McMahon saying he's gone, but he's still going to be watch- watching, which uh, sounds very stalkerish. <laughs> very cryptic. I'm not, I won't be your boss, but I'll always be watching. <laughs> if someone sent you that message, you would have 911 on a goddamn speed dial. <laughs> <laughs> But I don't know what you do. Like, I've already seen wrestlers going online being like, thank you, Vince, for, you know, quote, tweeting his uh, 
his retirement tweet. And, you know, they're already getting, they're getting shelled for that. Like, Oh, remember you need to look up and see what he did, see what the reason he's retiring. But Mm -hmm. yeah, I'm just thinking about why do they even quote tweet? Thank you, Vince or anything. He's not going to get on Twitter and see that. He's probably (laughs) never going to log into that Twitter account again. And well, do you think he's the one that actually sent that tweet? Oh no, there's some underpaid intern that had to do that. I'm sure he's never even looked at his account. So let me ask you, is it more or less likely WWE gets sold now that Vince is out? Man, I think it's more. I think it's very strong possibility. Because I think Nick Khan has no reason to uh, keep it going in oh. terms of legacy. I mean, he he could cash out right away if they sold. Well, he's not fully in charge. He's sharing the CEO position with Stephanie McMahon. Right. So in that so you've got that aspect, and then you've got Stephanie who. Uh, yeah, is also sharing duties with with Nick Khan, but at the same time, uh, she just came back from a leave of absence that uh, was supposed to be extended, by all accounts. Yeah, until her after daddy after <laughs> everything that happened in 2021 with uh, with the family. So, and that's my biggest issue. That's my biggest reason why I think they're going to sell, especially. Um, if Stephanie, if she becomes the number one option, you know, she becomes a full CEO, dog, her husband just almost died. Right. Like, I can see her being, being like, you know, we'll sell it. We'll just take the money, let someone else handle this, and we can just live the rest of our golden years in relative peace. Mm-hmm. All this stress, we don't really need it. My husband, you know, he can't do the thing he loves anymore because and because his heart almost gave out we have three young children to raise like i totally can see them selling out and it's just saying fuck it you guys want someone else to handle the wwe so bad because y'all hate all our booking directions well here now fox can have it or or discovery or um Universal or Disney or someone else can handle and do it. Mm -hmm. Which none of those sound all too appealing, to be honest. Uh, Look, I love Disney. The last thing I want them to do is own another another company that I love. Yeah. They already got Marvel and Star Wars. That's enough. (laughs) Right. And they're keeping you happy with those two, Mm -hmm. it seems like. But I just, I don't see that going well at all. Yeah. Um, So after the news broke that Vince was retiring, news also broke of a certain wrestler getting pissed off and leaving his job. Mm -hmm. Except oddly enough, this one got more positive reaction than the one then when Sasha and Noah, no, no, 
I cannot say her. I don't know why they're just words I have a mental block in. <laughs> Let's try it again. Sasha and Noemi. Noemi, see? That's <laughs> a mental block. I don't know why. Wow. It's it's that is, that's astounding. Yeah, I don't know why. It's just great. I just, as soon as I try to try to say her name, it's just like, oh, not here. Mm-hmm. Uh, but anyway, so after news broke about Vincent Man retiring, we heard Brock Lesnar just decide to up and leave SmackDown tonight. We're recording this like an hour before SmackDown starts. Brock Lesnar's decide just leave. Apparently, the the rumors are he says something to the effect of, "If he goes, I go." And right now, SmackDown is. 45 minutes away? Yeah, it's 45 minutes away and in shambles because the main creative force is no longer there. <laughs> and I'll look in the chat real quick. Mm-hmm. Look in the chat. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I used to You be chatting? Naomi. There great. you go. <laughs> now, I don't know. Uh, there are just some words like Naomi and um I cannot say uh, one of our oceans that <laughs> on the uh, west side of America. I can't say that. <laughs> yeah, I can't say that either. It's like, I don't know why. I think I just because I know I mess the word up a lot. So I get nervous and the mental block pops up. Sure. But yeah, Sasha and Naomi. Oh. Yes, your favorite podcasters are human too. Um. So Brock Lesnar leaves and it's looking like he will not be in Nashville for SummerSlam. It's unprecedented, man. Mm-hmm. That, that, that is um, almost a bigger story almost, or almost as big of a story as the retirement itself. Yeah. And so, you know, who WWE has uh, it's been rumored that WWE has reached out to a certain wrestler, and you already know who it is, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're talking about the one, the only, Bill Goldberg. Wow. The more things change, the more things, the more they stay the same. Mm-hmm. I feel bad for WWE about this uh, upcoming pay-per-view because none of the stuff that's happened is their fault. Oh, because I've seen so many people complaining about, oh, this is just rematch after rematch, nothing new, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, well, um, Roman Reigns wasn't supposed to be taking on Brock Lesnar. The original plan was Randy Orton, but he got hurt. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you make a backup plan for Brock Lesnar to come in. You had to break uh, back up the Brinks truck to get him in. And now it looks like he won't be there because Vincent Mann steps down. And then the other match that was supposed to happen but won't happen is Bianca Belair versus Rhea Ripley. That was supposed to be the SummerSlam match, and Rhea is going through some kind of health complication, so she won't be there. Mm -hmm. So now um, Becky Lynch is in the main event. So it's like, yeah. Uh, you can say, oh, this is repeat after repeat. These are matches we already seen, but it's not like this was the plan. Uh, 
But anyway, back to this. Um, Brock Lesnar leaves, in comes, in comes Goldberg. Um, possibly. I, possibly. Okay, possibly. So let me ask you a question. I'm putting the booking. I'm giving you the book. I'm letting you pick any wrestler that you can get that's not under contract with AEW. Mm-hmm. Who would you like to see take on Roman Reigns as uh, SummerSlam? And, and, Bray, and Bray Wyatt. Hold on, hold on. I'm letting you pick any person, any amount of people, and any kind of match you want. Uh, let's see. Ric Flair in his final retirement That's match. That's it. I'm in, in this. <laughs> and he beats Roman and breaks the tie with John Cena as the new 17-time world heavyweight champion. And then he drops the belts in the middle of the ring takes his boots off and officially retires for good. I know that this is a podcast and not a real job, so we don't have a (laughs) drug test, but you will be pissing the cup after that. (laughs) (laughs) I'm calling your supervisor tomorrow (laughs) or Monday, getting you in trouble. Good, sir. (laughs) No, pick something real attainable. Besides, uh, I believe... Rick Flair's busy. His last match is on Saturday. His last match pay-per-view. Sunday. Oh, no. I thought it was on Sunday. I mean, next, Saturday. Next Sunday. The day, the night after. Wait, SummerSlam's on Saturday this year. Correct. Oh, okay. I got my days messed up. Okay. My bad. Uh, let's see. Yeah, last match is on July 31st. Okay. I like your original plan, uh, Bray Wyatt. Yeah, I mean, I think it would be, it would get the right reaction. It would, um, it would get people talking. It would get people to forget that this is a situation we're in. What kind and, of match uh, would you what kind of match would you have? Man. I, I might think you could I think you could stick with the last man standing. I I agree. I like last man standing matches. And I gotta say, as as hyped as I was for the Lesnar Reigns WrestleMania main event and let down by it. They somehow got me hyped again for this main event because it is interesting. It is. It would have been. It was. Would have been interesting to see how are you going to keep either one of those guys down for ten seconds. You'd have to bury one of them under something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm trying to think who I would like to see. Can we do a multiple multiple man last man standing match? <laughs> of course. Like everyone just has a, a referee assigned to them and the referee counts. If you can't get up by 10, you have to go back into the um back to the back. Could work. All right. So I'm trying to think, uh, man, there are a lot of people I would like to see that are already having matches, and that would be Montez Ford. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, my number one is out injured, and that'd be Big E. 
Oh, yeah. A last man standing match between Roman Reigns and Big E would be phenomenal. God, what's AJ Styles doing right now? Speaking of phenomenal. Not much, I don't think. Man, I can't think of one on the top of my head, but I'll go. I'll, I'll agree with you. Bray Wyatt would probably be the be the most interesting and the most unexpected choice. Mm-hmm. But I don't know what they do. It's just gonna be interesting to see like what goes on now and who's in control of creative, because we haven't heard anything about that yet. I know one thing for sure: Pete Dunn. Oh no, uh, Kevin Dunn. You better count your fucking days, man. All right. Uh, looks like Bruce Pritchard is back in charge of creative now that Hunter is back as head of talent relations. I think he's able to focus on that now solely until you know they decide whether or not to keep him on board. Hmm. What are, what are the best moments of, of when Bruce Pritchard is, is in control? And I couldn't I couldn't tell you. I don't know. Because it feels like the same old, same old. Like, it's just going to be the same as it with Vince, like, just out of touch and um, shitty decisions. But I also feel like a lot of people want Triple H to be in control and run it like he ran NXT. But I don't know. Uh, I don't know what's going to go on. I know Vince McMahon is no longer there um, for reasons of his own doing. That's okay. Oh, you know who they can bring back? Let's bring back the man, the myth, the legend, Shane McMahon. Shane McMahon. Oh, Roman Reigns. Last man standing match. <laughs> and you know Shane would do it. He's been just frothing at the bit ever since they um kicked him out at the Royal Rumble. After the Royal Rumble. And have replaced him with Pat McAfee as the the guy to oh the special event guy yeah oh speaking of special event guy um how do you feel about um logan paul and his his oh and like his um basically he wants to be the face like uh that i mean that's ego like, that's just trying to make himself more marketable, I guess. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I'm not... I think at this point, now that Vince is out, that could very well... Even though it would be forced, it, it they could very well decide to go with that, you know? And, and kind of placate to these celebrities that are coming in, like... Who might see an opportunity that, you know, you might need some help with you're going to need some help with, with ratings for a little bit as people kind of digest this news and decide whether or not they want to continue 
you know, think supporting so? this product. I think so. Oh man, I'm going the other way. I think more people are going to be interested in watching WWE in, than ever because they don't want to see what's going to happen without Vince in control. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't man. think that's going to happen right away. Well, I mean, you'll you'll get a you'll get a pop for the, for, for tonight and Monday. Basically, two weeks. The next two weeks. The ratings are going to be very, very interesting. And then after that, I think people are going to go into this period where they, they want, they're going to have to decide whether or not they want to stick around. And you might see guys like Logan Paul, you know, politicking their way into things that, you know, they normally wouldn't, they probably normally wouldn't get if Vince were around. But in terms of him being under contract, being a performer, uh, showing up at, at shows to wrestle, I'm all for it. I didn't think, much like with uh, Stephen Amell a few years mm-hmm. ago at SummerSlam, uh, with Bad Bunny last year, two years ago at, at the Royal Rumble and then WrestleMania, um, this is a guy who... Uh, can go as a celebrity. I mean, who who, ta- who takes it seriously enough to uh, put on a good performance, put on a good match. He's capable. He's young. He's athletic. Um, yeah, so I have no problem with him being involved in a wrestling match. It's not like back in the day when they were bringing out, trotting out celebrities to be, you know, special guest hosts and mm-hmm. Didn't even know where they were, you know. Like, I'm doing what I'm doing. A wrestling show tonight. Okay. Uh, Hugh Jackman was was, you know, try to get involved in a wrestling in a wrestling match, and it just just didn't it didn't look right. Um, you know, they try to pull that same thing with um, Charlie Sheen. Oh my god! Really? Yeah. Like after his breakdown and firing from Two and a Half Men. Oh my god, I don't remember that. I have to go look back. That's yeah, I can't I can't remember. I think they said that he was supposed to like start a program with uh, Daniel Bryan, but they <laughs> couldn't get the contract in time, so they went with the team hell no instead, which is one of those, oh, we we lucked into some gold right here. Right. Wrestling is full, especially WWE, is full, it's full of thing, moments that, like, the backup plan ends up succeeding way more than the original plan ever could. Yeah. Oh, breaking news. Ticker just came out. Stephanie McMahon is kicking off uh, tonight's SmackDown episode. I just saw that, too. Yeah. So that's going to be some must-see. we got about 30 minutes before it starts. Must see TV right there, Bubba. You know, you better believe it. We better be done by then. So I want to check this out. <laughs> oh, we, we will definitely be done by then. I just really this just a crazy day. Triple H comes back. Vince is let go. I believe also John Laurinaitis is gone as well. Now does Vince get to keep the Tyrannosaurus head? 
Shit, he cool. better. He gotta be buried with that motherfucker. <laughs> that, that For those of you that don't know, he has a a real life Tyrannosaurus Rex skull in his office. It's real. It is real, right? I think Did you so. not buy it? It's one of the weirdest things about this man. That <laughs> the fact that the sword that uh, Drew McIntyre is carrying around originally uh, belonged to Vince. The oh, fact don't bring that up because that damn thing bent two weeks ago on SmackDown. Oh, it, oh, I missed that. He chopped the, the rope and you could see it completely bent. Oh, Lord. Yeah, I don't know how much longer they can go with that. That seems like a injury just waiting to happen. Mm-hmm. Oh, I think the weirdest thing about Vince Man is when he said Martin Luther King was like his personal hero. It's like, well, well Vince, I couldn't tell by this booking. <laughs> right. I mean, if you're, if you're going to mention that, I mean, should we not mention his do-rag era? Oh, I thought you were going to say the one time he said the N-word in front of Booker T and Charmel. Which was, I think, at the tail end of the do-rag era. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's, one those, that's one of those, like, I don't care if you're my boss. I, I can't be just, I can't be in the scene with you when you pull that up, pull that out. I, got, I can't just be like, did he just say what I think he said? Tell right. me he didn't say it. It's got to be like, well, now I got to put hands on this old fucker. Mm-hmm. But you know, Martin had a dream, and so did Vince McMahon. But yeah, that's that's all I got. Just about all I gotta say. You got anything else? No, I mean, I'm like I said, I'm gonna be very curious to see what happens. Oh, yeah, I'm very curious because we know how wrestling goes. Like, Vince, write, they write the script, they send it to Vince, and he tears it up, like, an hour before showtime. <laughs> so it's going to be very interesting to see, like, who is, who gains. What a, what a real final draft <laughs> of, a, of a show looks like. Yes. Like, it's going to be interesting who gains power, who, who loses it. Like, I don't know if Pritchard is on like a pitch count or whatever to see if he can make decent shows again. Mm-hmm. Um, if they're going to get sold, if in, if, you know, uh, the rock comes back, maybe um, if um, not Shazam, what's his movie? Black Adam doesn't do what, what he hopes to do, maybe he becomes the on-screen personnel because he's like real life friends with um uh with Khan. Is he? Yeah, him and Nick Khan are like been friends for like years. See, that's okay. So there's that possibility, but anybody else, and we're already seeing it with Brock. I mean, it's gonna be very interesting to see how um former talent legends things like that you know hall of famers how they handle it Mm -hmm. and whether or not they want to be involved with somebody that isn't as the everybody called them the old man what does this mean for the undertaker he's never wrestling again that that 
good. <laughs> I mean, I think that that seals the deal for him. him because his Vince was the only one that could get him out of it. That could, good, because his hips back. were fucking dust 10 years ago. <laughs> Keep your um, black back the blue ass at home, all right? <laughs> you know, Mick Foley and Austin. Um, maybe Kurt Angle comes around a little bit more because maybe they treat him more respectfully than Vince did mm-hmm. um, maybe they don't hold the grudge you know that he uh, that he held against Kurt uh, if Stephanie and Hunter are still involved they're always going to hold the grudge against <laughs> against one Phil CM Punk Brooks look they all they got Bruno San Martino to come back they got uh, Bret Hart to come back Time heals all wounds, and if time doesn't, money will. You say they, but the reality is Vince got Bruno San Martino to come back. Vince got Bret Hart to come back. We'll see if that if if that if Stephanie and Hunter are are capable of doing that. And don't just don't discount the fact that there might be people who are more interested in coming back now that Vince is gone. That too. Yeah, I mean, look, like you said, everything is up in the air at this point. Yeah, it's going to be interesting because, like, we're all flying blind right here. This is the first time in our lifetime that there's going to be a wrestling show, a WWE wrestling show that doesn't have Vince McMahon at the head of it. Mm Mm-hmm. But I'll be watching tonight and I'll be watching SummerSlam and you know, I'll pray they get it all together because I still love wrestling. I still love WWE with its fault. So I'm still not ready to fully jump over to AEW to be oh, honest. Oh, those days are never coming to me. <laughs> I will stop watching wrestling before <laughs> AEW is the only thing that I watch in my house. Sorry, AEW fan bros. Just it's just not for me. I've tried, I've tried. It, it ain't for me. <laughs> which is why I don't talk about it. I don't shit talk or anything. Just ain't for me. Which is mm-hmm. how pe- more people should act. Not gonna yuck your yum, AEW. Um, anything else, my man? No, I think that's it. I mean, there was not a lot of preparation for this this mm-hmm. episode. It was very. Straight off the dome. Um, yeah. It's still it's still very bizarre. It's still a like it still feels like it's a work. Always. It's wrestling. <laughs> yeah. It will always feel like a work. Yeah, they 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 fucking killed Vince McMahon <laughs> and K Fabe. So anything they do will feel like it's not real until he's not there anymore, mm. which will start tonight. All right. So it's time for us to get out here to go watch SmackDown. Um, so our next podcast will be Sunday, Sunday. Looks like it. Yeah. Funny story. So we decided to do the podcast where we're going to be talking about nerd things. Completely had no idea that San Diego Comic-Con was going on this week. <laughs> That's just completely fortunate. So we'll be able to talk about 
you know, like the um, I brought up the, the Zack Snyder story and Ezra Miller being a menace, but also all the stuff that Marvel and DC bring to the table at San Diego. Yeah. Should yeah. be a lot to talk about. Yeah. Hopefully. Oh, it will be. I've already <laughs> they've been going on since Thursday, so I've already been writing and jotting stuff down. So I hope right. you don't have anything to do Sunday. It might be a three-hour podcast. Oh boy. Uh, <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> all right. That's it. Uh thank you for sharing, downloading, um, listening to us. We appreciate it. Anthony, as always, pleasure talking to you, my friend. As always. And we will be back for you guys next week. For Anthony, I'm the Quincy. Later.